But anyways, let me bring in Rod and Brian. Of course, I'm Mitch, and it is Tuesday, May the 4th, 2021. Forgot to hit the record button on the uh, podcast for Spotify and uh, Apple iTunes. So uh, that's why I just said that again. But anyways, Tuesday, May the 4th, no excuses, just free picks. Keep it coming. Uh, But... uh, yeah, so I did the videos last night, and I was messing with the um, with the camera audio with the audio again. And you know, we've had audio problems on the show before, but I'm I hired a production company, so we're going to be changing this show and the videos and all of that other stuff. Just same show, same 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 stuff. It's just going to be you know a different look and some other things going on with the videos and, and the show. But I wanted to see. I'm, I have to set up a, a separate studio inside this studio. So it's going to be two studios inside my studio. And uh, I was just looking at different settings and things on, that I had. And I hit it. So I recorded, like, all the NBA videos and, like, four, M- four baseball videos with no sound. And I had to reshoot everything. I had posted everything. I didn't even know. Um, so, anyways... So, not not fun to have to do that, but did it. But we got a lot of games today. Got some uh, some good action out there, and uh, I have th- three premium picks, but I think I'm going to be adding a few too, as well. Some starting pitchers just getting named now, so that definitely changes things. <laughs> at least for me. But, uh, yeah, NBA looks like things are back to normal. My NBA video picks a lot better. Some people in the YouTube comments are just, I mean, I don't, underst- I don't understand. I read all the comments, right? So I, I just don't understand some of them. I would love to know. It's like, this guy loses every game. It's like, no, I just don't win every game. I certainly don't lose every game. I, I think in the NBA, once again, I killed it yesterday. The only game I lost was the Blazers. It was the only one I lost. So, I don't know. I think the NBA is back to where it was, and it's like I'm, I will probably start entering some premium picks again. Lakers, easy money yesterday. About as easy yeah, as you do get props for the Lakers, that's for sure. About as easy as it gets. Well, and that was a pretty sharp play. It ended up being by the end of the night. I mean, I think it's better for me if LeBron would have played. But um, uh, but overall, in general, you saw a lot of <laughs> a lot of square action come in as the Sixers cover. That was super square. Uh, what else was really bad yesterday? The Knicks. The Knicks. Yeah, that was Knicks. probably. But we'll bounce back today. Yeah, but those plays all made sense. You know, it's like they were public plays, but they absolutely made sense from a handicapping perspective. You know, when you handicap the actual game and you look at the numbers and the, the magnitude of exactly what this, it meant to those teams, the only one that didn't make sense was the Blazers. And, you know, the other side made sense. So it was like, it, you know, it was for the Hawks. So it, it, it did make sense in that respect. I just was on the wrong side of it, but it happens. But today we've got the Suns and the Cavaliers. That's an interesting one. We got the Pistons and the Hornets, the Nets and the Bucks, and the Heat and the Mavericks. I've done all these videos on these twice, so I'm very familiar with all of these games. Brian? 
Yeah, real another public versus sharps uh, NBA card in a lot of in a lot of these games. Uh, one of them uh, that I'm on top of is the Detroit Pistons plus the six and a half. I had Orlando yesterday, uh, and I but I'm going to get on the Detroit Pistons today. I just think the Hornets aren't good enough to beat any NBA team by six or seven points. I think the Pistons can uh, get back to what they do well, and that's cover games for us. So I'm going to take the points in the Pistons. Right. Uh, for me, I'm going to take the Cavaliers plus the points. I think that's way too many in that game. Uh, Suns win that game, I have no doubt, but uh, not by that many. Single-digit win for the Suns on that one. And I'm going to go the other way. I think the Hornets uh, come in and uh, take the snot out of Detroit in this one. Uh, Double-digit win for the Hornets, uh, who are definitely healthier than the Pistons. Could be the Hornets, double-digit win in that one. I like the Nets to get revenge on the Bucks. It's, they're the better team, and that really is what it could, just comes down to at this point of the season. You know, and especially in Pickham game, the Bucks won the last one by three. The line was three and a half, two and a half, three. It was like some people won, some people lost, some people, uh, some people, uh, you know, some people pushed. Was, that line kind of went all over the place, but in this one, it's all Nets. I. I don't see how the Bucks even show up on the court for this one. I, I, I don't, I don't see it. You know because the Nets have so much to play for here. These are the meaningful games, and um, they can't really, they can't really uh, a loss, a loss could really damage them. They trailed the Sixers by one game in the loss column here, and it's like you don't want to give home court to the Sixers because. As good as they are at home, they're super vulnerable on the road. The Sixers are 19 and 14 on the road. They're 25 and 7 at home. If you have to play them in the playoffs, you'd rather have the home court advantage in that series. And the Nets have a chance to get that. So why wouldn't you go out and get it? The Bucks are kind of just in a spot where it's more of a meaningless game to them. They're three and a half back. They're not going to catch the Nets or the Sixers. They're not going to get caught by the Knicks. They're kind of like locked into where they are. They are the three seed in, in, in the Eastern Conference playoffs. So they have very little motivation here to do anything. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Nets there. I just think they have all the factors going for them. I know the Sharps are all over the Bucks and whatever. I don't care. You know, I do uh, not care one the, bit. The Nets have a better team of individual players the bucks are a better team yeah but the yeah, nets could, the nets are the one nets haven't the played nets together are, all year the nets are a game out of, of of first place in the eastern conference standings the bucks are locked into their position at, at third they, they have nothing to play for <laughs> it's like why would you even risk you know your top player who's been banged up all season you know it's it's um, it's it doesn't even make sense, you know. It, it doesn't. Bucks could catch the Nets. No, they can't. Mathematically, they can't. There's not enough games. They they're not going to catch them. They're not going to catch. Net Nets play soft, in my opinion. I can't believe they're the number one seed. The Nets play soft, but we haven't really seen the Nets. No. Yeah. We haven't really seen them. They haven't had Harden, Durant, and Kyrie on the court at the same time yet. And that's my point. You got to have cohesion. The team's got to play together. Uh, no, I think the Bucks have played together all year. That's not the. Um, 
that's not the scenario in tonight's game. No, true. I don't know. I just hate teams like the Nets. I just hate them. They put together some superstars. and Yeah, I don't like those teams either. It's like when Durant went to the Warriors. It's the Durant team, right? It's like he had his own team in OKC that he had built, right? It was his team. It was his thing. And it's like instead of trying to win the championship with his team, he just left and went to the Warriors. It's like a joke, you know? It's like you can't. It's like, so LeBron left Cleveland, and he went to Miami and, and, and went to a winner there. And, but he didn't really build a team in Cleveland around him the way they did in, in uh, OKC for Durant. He had all of his guys. It was his team. And he had, look at the players that went through there. You know, look at that OKC team. It's the same guys he's playing with now, except for Kyrie, right? James Harden. Yeah, he had everybody. Like Baca, right? He had everybody on that team. Didn't he have, uh, uh, who's the other guy? The defensive guy? That guy's like really good defense. It's like they always pick, someone always picks him up. It's just awesome. George Hill? No, the guy that blocks, the guy that always guards LeBron. What's his name? I can't remember. I'll remember it. So maybe it's personal in this game. I just don't like the Nets. That's. Sounds personal. Sounds like you got some issues. And you like the Nets. You're a Nets guy. I'm not. I'm a Nets guy. You're Mr. Nets. I'm a Nets guy. (laughs) I bet you you've picked the Nets a lot this season. I'm a Nets guy. Yeah. You're a Nets guy. I'm a Nets guy. Let me tell you a story about the Nets a few years ago. Okay. I was in in Vegas, and it was game seven against the Bulls. They were nine-point favorites, the Nets. And I was in the sports book at MGM, and all these people are like, I'm betting the Nets. I'm betting the Nets. I'm like. Bulls are gonna beat them. They're like, they're like the Nets, and it's like I'm just, I'm just gonna add the Nets money line to my parlay. I'm gonna do Nets this, Nets this. I'm like the Bulls, and the Bulls they busted them up. The Nets have always been pretenders, and you're right, they're a team that like you know them and the Lakers are doing the same thing. It's like let's just keep adding these star players. It's like there's nothing fun about it, you know. It's 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 the way the NBA is, and it's the way you know baseball is. You know, it's what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did last year, right? The, there's nothing fun about it, you know? It's like, it's just ridiculous. It just means you have a lot of money and you're willing to mortgage the future to win now. That's all it means. But, um... I'm not saying I have a pick on this game. I'm just... I like the Heat, I, too. Money line, though. I don't like them on the... I don't like them with the points. I think it's going to be a close one, but I think the Heat got the Warriors and the Pelicans for the second night in a row. For what reason? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I think we saw last night who won that game. We have the Kings against the Thunder buddies and the Clippers against the Raptors. That line's on the rise. Yeah, for me, out of that grouping, I'm going to take the L.A. Clippers minus that big nine-and-a-half number. I think it's on the rise because the Clippers are going to come out and absolutely decimate the Raptors after losing three games in a row. they got to right the ship, and I think tonight's the night. So I don't mind laying points with the Clippers. And for me, uh, the Warriors and the Pelicans, I'm going to go uh, take the over in that one tonight. I think uh, we 
we saw the under yesterday. I think we go a little bit higher pace. And the Pelicans don't play any D. So I like the over in that one. And uh, I like the under in the Raptors and Clippers. Uh, uh, you got a defensive battle in on our hand. Slower pace game. Give me the under 221.5. I like the Raptors plus the points. It's a layup. I just think that this is a team that hasn't quit all season long. They've had plenty of chances and plenty of reasons too. We all know the Clippers are, no one lays down like the Clippers, right? So it's like, I could see the Clippers being up by 10, 11 points, winning by about six, five. Um, kind of, that's Clippers basketball. Always it has been, always will be. Brian, what are you selling tonight? Clippers, Sixers in the NBA Finals. But as far as what I'm selling... The two most underachieving franchises of the last 25 years. Hey, hey, I'm sticking to my guns. That's what I said at the beginning of the year, and I'm going to stick through it. But uh, I got my Tuesday golden ticket three-pack, NBA 26 and 17, 60% run. Winning day yesterday, finally. I needed one of those. So get my golden ticket three-pack. It includes two NBA, one Major League Baseball, $40 at PickTalks.com. Premium pick selection. And for me, it's... uh... Chelsea, I got uh, three MLB, two NBA, five selections over at uh, Pick Dogs Premium. Jump aboard. Uh, a wild pitch away from uh, winning day yesterday. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, nice bounce back day. I have a MLB three pack. I might add some games. I might not. If you have my package, um, You'll see them in there, you know. If if you don't have the pa- if you don't have the package, then you won't see them. It's that simple. You don't need to email me and ask me if I'm adding games or not. You will either see them or you won't. Um, but I'm I see a, one MLB game that I'm thinking about adding, and possibly another, but I'm not sure. Not sure. Might just give just give them out on the uh, premium VIP show or the regular premium show later. Not sure. You go to Major League Baseball. You got a couple double headers today. After yesterday, you got the Dodgers and Cubs at Wrigley. You got the Giants and the uh, Rockies game one at Coors. We've got the Marlins and Diamondbacks, the White Sox and the Reds, and the Phillies and the Brewers. Brian, any of those? Yeah, for me, I'm going to take a chance with the Cubs in game one with Kyle uh, Hendricks on the mound. I uh, wanted, I had him yesterday, so I just re-bet the game today. I think you're getting a lot of value with the Chicago Cubs at home. Uh, uh, Kershaw has been lights out this year. Really surprising me. I thought he'd start to uh, trend downward, but he hasn't. Uh, then I like the Chicago White Sox with Dylan Cease on the mound. I think Cease coming off that 7 innings of shutout performance in his last start. I think you're starting to see an, an upswing for Dylan Cease. I think the White Sox are available for a nice price today against Hoffman, who is a Rockies cast off. Uh, I like the White Sox today. Since he's been off the Rockies, though, man, he has been lights out. Yeah. I think the White Sox get to him today. Maybe. Rod? Rod's on mute. Yeah, yeah, it was loud, so 
I was on mute. Sorry. For me, I'm with you. I like the Cubs here at home. Um, Cubs bats. And we got uh, four guys that have just uh, ripping up uh, Kershaw. Baez is batting 500 against Kershaw. Brian's 500. Contreras, Rizzo. All these guys have uh, seen Kershaw and uh, got a nice batting average against them. Uh, I like the Cubs in that one. And uh, the White Sox and, and Cincinnati, I like over over the nine. Uh, I think we're definitely going to see some runs in that one today. Give me the over nine. The only two I like. I don't know. It's like I'm back and forth on the on the Dodgers Cubs. I originally I had the Cubs when he was when they were up against Bauer. Hendricks definitely looked better his last outing, but he's also been absolutely tattooed. Kershaw just looks like vintage Kershaw these days, and it's like a seven-inning game, I think, sets up really well for Kershaw. You know, it's that's something that's like he's he can go the he can go the distance in a seven-inning game, or he could at least, I mean, get you to the sixth. You know, he's not going to labor, you know, where those guys generally get him. I mean, no one jumps on Kershaw. That's not going to happen. So that's why I... Kind of bailed out on the, my Cubs pick from that I had for Monday. I like I like Hendricks against Bauer, not so much against Kershaw, not so much in a seven inning game, because I think Kershaw can get you into those late innings at the very least. And I mean, you get into that Cubs bullpen, it's pretty much mush. Um, probably the under in Miami and uh, Diamondbacks. Go to uh, go to the next slot of games. We got the Braves and the Nationals. Got the Red Sox and the Tigers. We got the Yankees and the Astros. The Twins and the Rangers. And the Cubs and the Dodgers. Game two. Yeah, for me in that grouping, I just don't see Nick Pavetta being a minus 180 pitcher public all over the Red Sox today. I know Fulmer has had trouble pitching more than three or four innings, uh, but I think the Tigers have some value there. And the Texas Rangers at plus 150, I don't like how the line's moving up, paying you more plus money. Uh, but I just think uh, uh, Gibson, I know Hap's been pretty good all year, but I, I don't see him getting through the fifth inning. Uh, I, I'm going to take a chance with the Rangers and Tigers today. Bet an even amount on both, and I think I'll come out ahead. Right. Uh, for me, I'm going to go the other way. Give me a Boston on the run line here. I think they kicked the snot out of Detroit. Detroit four and twelve on the road, five and eleven on the run line. So uh, they're not even covering the plus one and a half for you. Uh, I think Boston kicks the bejeebies out of Detroit in that one. I don't trust Detroit on the road. Uh, um, no thanks. Give me Boston. Run line on that one. And uh, the other one I like, I like, uh, I'm going to take the Yankees uh, over Houston. Uh, low price, don't play a whole lot of juice. going to be a battle, but I think uh, the Yankee bats do too much. Give me the Yankees at home over Houston in that one. Only two I like. Yeah. What? What's up, Brian? I was going to say a lot of action on that run line uh, for the Red Sox also. Oh, just, there's, I don't know. there's good reason for it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, might be. I just I, I'm a Pavetta guy. I've been I've been saying I like I Pavetta, but not in this spot. But the Tigers are the worst hitting team in baseball. I mean, it's not even close. You have the best hitting team in baseball against the worst hitting team in baseball. So it's like even if it turns into a a run scoring big high, even if Pavetta lays an egg here and it goes into a big run scoring game, which isn't likely to happen. I mean, the Red Sox are a team that's scoring, you know, five, six, seven runs on average, and we've even seen them score more, a lot more than that. And the Tigers, I mean, zero, 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 and not against the good teams either. I mean, against the Yankees, against like the, right? the Pirates, you know, everybody, <laughs> everybody, not just the Pirates. That, didn't the Twins? Didn't the Twins just work them over? I mean, it's like these guys are bad. This is a bad like this Ab, Abdu Abdu whatever he was he was batting like four hundred the first you know two games of the season now he's batting one sixteen you know and that's pretty much the way the the entire lineup is hitting so it's going to be very very tough to cover the minus four and a half I mean a plus four and a half for the uh, for the Tigers here plus four and a half they're get, it's minus two ninety and it's only plus two it's only plus two twelve. A minus four and a half for the Red Sox is only plus two twelve. Minus four and a half runs. And you look at the you look at the minus 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 three and a half, and it's plus minus one sixty seven. Minus one and a half is plus one oh two. So minus one and a half is plus one oh two, and minus four and a half is plus two twelve. You know what that means? Murder. <laughs> <laughs> Murder. <laughs> That's all right. You guys can you guys can get on that one. I'll I'll pass. Bears four hundred and sixty. <laughs> Packers <laughs> negative three. It's, uh, that one looks like. It just I mean that's what the numbers say. I mean the numbers that's where that's where the numbers add up on that game. There's no there's nothing there. I mean there's nothing. For the Tigers. So if they do pull it off, 24th, 24th in runs allowed, 21st in batting average against, you know. So they're 23rd in home runs allowed per game and 29th in striking opponents out. Yet they're first in, they strike out the most of any team in baseball almost 12 times a game, 30th in OPS. 30th in team batting average at 194 and 30th in run scored per game at 2.93. These guys stink, man. They're up against the number one hitting team in baseball at 261. 762 OPS, strikeout fifth least in all of baseball, while the Tigers, 29th in striking people out. 7.90 strikeouts per game, and the Red Sox strike out the fifth least. This is what you call a, a hideous matchup. You know, it's about as one-sided as it gets. This is, you know, this is a this is a really bad spot. But it's like if the Tigers can pull it off, hats off to them. You know, hats off if they can do it. I don't see it. I think Pavetta goes three innings today, but we'll see. It it shouldn't matter. I mean, this is a game where... This the Red Sox bullpen's not that good. Not but everyone has looked good against the Tigers are the worst hitting team in every statistical category. In every category, they're the worst. 
And so you don't, all you need to do is, all you need to do is score two runs to cover the run line. That's it. Just saying. Yeah, we'll see. I think we bruised Brian's little tiger feelings there. Let's, let's look at become your eye. All right, so here, so let's let's look at let's look at some scores. Okay, two nothing, six four. That was their big offensive output. Was losing six four to the Yankees. Ten nothing, eleven nothing, three to one. Then they actually won a game five to two, three to two, four nothing, two one, six two. So they've scored. They've scored two runs or less in eight of their last ten games. And the, and that's being generous, adding that two runs. They've scored more than two runs twice. Yeah. Well, it sounds like the tight yeah. Yeah. It sounds like the Boston Red Sox money line is too good to be true and it can't lose. So I just bet a fortune on the Boston Red Sox today. Sounds like the minus four and a half is that the books are scared. <laughs> nah, they're not scared. I mean, put, put put that is strikeout to walk ratio. He's twenty five to seventeen. He walks way too many batters. Now let's put a two twelve. He's been on getting it. lucky not letting we're guys looking, score. We're looking for action. Let's put a two twelve on a minus four and a half. It's like they don't even want. They want no no part of it. I think they're begging you to take the tiger, uh, take the Red Sox run line here. They're begging you to take the Tigers at plus four and a half. Nah, I think the Red Sox run line is the that's where they're begging you. But you know, what do I know? Well, hopefully you know the Yankees and the Astros, the Twins. <laughs> and, you did Twins Rangers, right? Yes, I had the Texas Rangers. Also. All right. Got the Indians and the Royals. The Metropolitans against the Cardinals. It's not Kim who I did the, when I did the video. It was Quang Young Kim was the starter, but now it's Johan Oviedo, which changes things a lot. Um, Alex Cobb against Shane McClanahan in the Big A. Game two of uh, Rockies Giants down with TBD, and we've got uh, Padres Pirates game two. A's. Jays and Seattle against Orioles. The Seattle bullpen was the one that got lit up last night. Ended up losing the game for them. Brian, any of these? Hi, I'm not in love with the, the late card here in baseball, but I'm going to take a chance with the Cleveland Indians. Uh, I think it's a bullpen game for the Indians against the Royals here. It's just, to me, it's too much money on the Kansas City Royals. I think the Indians, they're playing good baseball. I think they can win their third straight. And just a slight lean to the Toronto Blue Jays here against the Oakland A's. I think Cole Irving uh, has turned around his uh, career a little bit in Oakland, but I think he starts getting hit around by the Blue Jays' bats tonight. How about you, Rod? I'm pretty out with you. I like the Indians as well. Uh, Indians have been hitting, racking up wins. Uh, I think the Indians in that one. And... uh, the Blue Jays game, I like the under eight and a half again. Uh, it should have went under eight and a half yesterday. Huh? It was a should've. wild pitch. Should have. Should have. <laughs> Damn wild pitch. <laughs> what is stuck in five How about the Rangers outfielder hits him in the glove? <laughs> he drops the ball. Ends up being the winning run in the game. 
I mean, I've seen more errors on makeable plays this year than I've ever seen in, in all of baseball. On routine ground balls to shortstop, you know, errors. Outfielders dropping balls. I've seen it more this season than ever. I should have hit my nine-team parlay yesterday. <laughs> Someone posted that. I should have hit all my bets. <laughs> yeah, well, I should be the I should be the king of England. Yeah, it's not happening. No, it isn't. Should I? That's all I like to make. Oh, okay. I think in my lifetime I've hit one nine-game parlay ever. 12, 14 years. But that I don't play him every day. So I don't know who's pitching for the Padres, but they're going to beat up on the Pirates today. I had the Pirates yesterday. They had the no-hitter going into the seventh inning. That was their chance to really set the tone for the series. And now they're dead because Keller stinks, and he's going to get lit up. And they're talking either Weathers or Lamette to start here. If it's Lamette, we know he only goes two or three innings. If it's Weathers, he generally only goes that, but he can go, we've seen him stretch it out to six plus. So um, either one of those guys I like over the Pirates and uh, jump early, jump often, but they're not letting us. Looks like Marquez against Chatwood um, or Wood. Marquez against Wood in um, game one of the Rockies and the uh, Giants. Uh, no line out for that one yet. Oh, yeah, there is a line now. It's a pick em. Is that minus 115 Rockies or something like that? I don't know. Not what I would show. So San Diego, the line is not. They're minus 220 against Keller. <laughs> so Oof. I don't know. Yeah. Isn't that in your wheelhouse? Minus 220. It's too good to be true, Brian. <laughs> well, if you parlay that with the Boston Red Sox, there you go. You got a nice, uh, it wouldn't be as bad of a juice. Yeah. You guys just got to win both games. What is the too good to be true? What does that mean? And I forget. It's like something like ridiculous. So, well, you take you take a plus 170 dog, but you take the <laughs> one and a half. So that way it's only a minus. That way it turns into a minus 130 play or something like that. Ridiculous. I, no, it's it's. I I don't think I'm allowed to read it verbatim, but I will. Uh, I'll summarize it for you guys <laughs> exactly what the too good to be true means, because it it it's not too good to be true. Well, it's it's three and seven in its last ten, <laughs> including. Oh man, some massive massive money line favorites. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Fucking massive. I haven't seen a beating like that since. <laughs> Let's see what it is. The too good to be true is too good to be true represents a game where the numbers show something that isn't reflected in the odds. And why are they always minus 300? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, <laughs> what should it be? Minus 600? It's like, that's not red <laughs> verbatim, so it's, uh, it's good. It's ridiculous. That guy's a clown. 
clown is putting it nicely. Got the uh, Sabres and the Islanders, the Bruins and the Devils. Got the... Uh, Flyers and the Penguins, the Hurricane and the Blackhawks, and the Canucks against the Oilers, <laughs> or the Canucks. They're both playing. This might be the worst hockey card. Of the if someone calls season. them, right, if someone called them the Canucks, right, if someone called them, like, literally thought that was the name of the team, <laughs> would you consider them a hockey expert? I'm just asking. <laughs> no, I'm asking for a friend. Absolutely nothing. I'm just asking for. <laughs> a, I, I I personally am not interested. I'm asking for a friend. But then they don't even know. They don't even. Know, that means they don't even know nothing about Canada either. Because then Canada is a Canuck, right? A Canadian is also another term. Is a Canuck. I didn't know that. No. I didn't We're know that a Canadian Canuck. was a Canuck. We're crazy Canucks from Canada, man. That's what we are. We're, we're from Canada. Crazy Canucks. <laughs> We we call them we call them we call them something else here, but, <laughs> but not crazy. But we call them something else. But anyways, Canucks. Come on, is, Canucks we, we is have we t- have pet mooses up here. Come on, yeah, pet moose, beavers, poutine. I like beavers. <laughs> as far as these games go, I think the only way there's only one game I'm even going to have a little bit of action on. That's the Philadelphia Flyers. Over the Penguins. Flyers are playing just strictly for pride here, but uh, in say rival Pittsburgh Penguins, way too much. People got burned yesterday. They'll get burned again today. I'll take a chance with the Flyers at plus 150. How about Al Alzale up against Trevor Bauer today? They just listed him as the starter there. Ooh. I'm going to put equal bets on the on the Cubs today. I think one of the two will come in. I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a chair out there on Sheffield and grab some baseballs. Ugly card. You got to think the Islanders are going to bounce back after getting beat by the Sabres. You, you figure they would, anyways. So, uh, for me, I'm going to take the uh, under five and a half in that one. As uh, we just got to uh, six in, in, in that game, I think we'll get less. I don't think Sabres are going to score four goals uh, in this game. So uh, give me the under five and a half in the Islanders game. And I think the Bruins win again. Um, they need the win. So they're, they're, they're still fighting and scrappy and want wins. So give me the Bruins on the puck line in that one. And the last one, I'm going to take uh, McDavid's point total over one and a half and over two and a half again uh, in the Oilers and Canucks. On this small sample, there's some big bets on the Devils, though, for some reason. I don't know what they're thinking, but... Uh, I don't know what they're thinking either. They're thinking maybe they're going to win today? Maybe. I mean, I I, I was thinking about a Devils play just because it seemed so uh, impossible. And when things seem impossible, like yesterday, the Sabres went and... It happens. But I stayed away from the Devils today. Is that it? That's it. Okay.
Guess we do the recap. Roger up. All right, here we go with uh, NBA. Uh, you got the Hornets lay the points. Cavs plus the points. The Raptors game under 221.5. And, and the Warriors game over. Uh, MLB Cubs money line. The Reds game over. Boston on the run line. Yankees money line. Indians money line. Jays game under. NHL. They're taking the Boston Bruins on the puck line. The Islanders and Sabres under the total. And McDavid over one and a half points and over two and a half points uh, versus the Canucks. And my parlay, we're going to go uh, the Boston Red Sox on the run line, Yankees on the money line, and the Jays under eight and a half. And it's top shelf Tuesday. Jumped aboard. Big day coming up. Oh, man, I totally messed this up again. All right. Don't be messing things up. Brian? Yeah, for my parlay, I'm going to go the Detroit Tigers plus the run and a half, um, the Detroit Pistons plus the six and a half points, and the Chicago White Sox on the money line. Uh, overall today in basketball, I have the Pistons plus the points, uh, Clippers minus the points. Then in baseball, the Chicago White Sox on the money line, Cubs money line in game one, Tigers money line, Rangers money line, Toronto Blue Jays money line, and the Indians money line. In the NHL, I have the Philadelphia Flyers on the money line. Make sure you pick up my golden ticket, two NBA best bets on a 60% run, and my Major League Baseball best bet, all for $40, pickdogs.com premium picks. Hi. So for uh, I didn't have a lot of picks today on the show. I guess Nets. Uh, I took the Heat on the money line in the Raptors. I took the Red Sox, Padres, and the Angels. Uh, my parlay, which I didn't do on the show for some reason, is the Lucy Juicy Too Good to Be True parlay: Dodgers, Padres, Red Sox. I'm embarrassed to even say it. Aye, 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 aye. <laughs> I know what last name you're gonna have now. I won't say it. I will throw in the jazz money line. (laughs) 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 It's the Lucy Juicy. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining us. Have a great day. I did not post the uh, early premium show. I will right now, but uh, (laughs) thanks everyone for joining us. We're going to try and act more professional tomorrow. Let's have a winning day.